Yo, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome back. The boy got hand claps now. Welcome back to It's Not That Serious, the podcast, man. I am your host, D Moss, man. We are here for episode 27. <laughs> man, I appreciate y'all, man. I love y'all, man. I'm thankful for y'all, man. Um, I have a great show lined up for you guys. I hope you guys' weekend was spectacular. I hope you guys' weekend was wonderful. Give yourself a round of applause for being here and listening to your boy. <laughs> um, I have a great show lined up for you guys today. Man, I didn't even get to clap, dog. I didn't even clap. Okay, hold on. We got. I got to clap, y'all. I have to clap to make sure the audio is lined up. One, two, three. All right, man, so we back. Yeah, so um, I appreciate y'all, man. I love y'all. I'm thankful for you guys. Um... Y'all been hold, uh, y'all been with me for the past couple of weeks as I've been holding things down, man. Shout out to BZ. BZ is still out on the leave of absence. He'll make his triumph triumphant return. <coughs> triumphant return whenever he decides to. I have a great show lined up for you guys. So if you at home, if you're on the road, if you at work, wherever you are at, man, I'm gonna put a smile on your face for the next 45 to an hour. 45 minutes to an hour, man. I'm gonna keep a smile on your face. I'm gonna keep you guys well entertained. I have a great show lined up for you guys, and we're going to hop right on into it. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope y'all are blessed, and I hope you guys are highly favored. First topic of today is, do you guys ever talk to yourself? Do you talk to yourself? And if you do talk to yourself, what is that conversation like? How often do you do it, and do you find yourself ever talking to yourself and stopping and answering the questions that you ask yourself. Do you ever stop and just be like, yo, am I tripping? Because I talk to myself a lot. I talk to myself quite often. Um, I do it all the time. I make up whole scenarios in my head. Like, have you ever had, have you ever had a confrontation with someone and you knew you were about to see them again and you said, you played out the whole scenario in your head? Like, you're, you're like responding to yourself as if you were them. So like you're guessing what they're going to say and you're responding to your you're responding to them. Have you ever had a scenario like that? Let me know, man. Y'all hop in the comments and y'all let me know if you ever talk to yourself. And is that like a mental health thing? Is that like a mental health issue if you talk to yourself? Because I talk to myself all the time and I want to know like am I bugging? Am I bugged out? Am I crazy? Do I need to go see a therapist, a psychiatrist? And when you do talk to yourself, do you ever come up with a solution by talking to yourself? Y'all let me know. Do you ever come up with a solution when you talk to yourself? When you're asking yourself questions, what is the craziest scenario that you've came up with in your head by talking to yourself? I don't know why I came asked myself this question. I think I was watching something or I was reading something on Instagram and a young lady posted in one of the comments that, she talks to herself, and she be having full-blown full conversations. So I just want to know, like, do we all do this? Is this just like a a, a, a woman thing? Is this just like a male? Th- I mean, not a woman thing. I'm sorry. That was not. Is this a human thing? Do we all do this? Or is it like a small uh, group of people that talk to themselves? A, grow- a small selective group of people selective group of people is it a small group of people that talk to themselves 
Let me know, man. Y'all hop in the comments. Let me know. Is it an age? Like, is it like an age bracket of people? Do people from 30 to 35 talk to themselves? Is 50 year, 50 year olds and oh up. Is that crowd of people talking to themselves? I just want to know because I be having full blown conversations to myself. I be interviewing myself in my head. Yeah, I take it very far. You guys, I be dead ass interviewing myself and talking to myself. I mean, interviewing myself and answering the questions. I'm acting like as if I'm the interviewer and the person being interviewed and I'm answering these questions. Am I bugged out? Yeah, let me know. And y'all let me know if y'all talk too. And what is the craziest conversation that you have had with yourself? Let me know. What is the craziest conversation that you have had with yourself? Talking to yourself. Because I talk, sometimes I, I, like, I used to fall asleep talking to myself at night. I used to do that. I don't do it no more, but I used to do that. Like I will have these, my imagination is so wild and crazy. I will have full blown like action scenes in my head of me. Like if this scenario happened, how would I, how would I react or how would I play it out? And I will play that scenario in my head and I will have a conversation. I will have a conversation with myself in my head. Never out. I do have conversations out loud to myself if I'm like in my room or at home. And I be having to, like, catch myself because I don't want, like, my grandmother walking in on me. Like, what's wrong with this guy? Or my girl walking on, walking in on me like, yo, what's wrong with him? I do that a lot, ladies and gentlemen. I do that a lot. Yes, I do that a lot. But, um, yeah, y'all get in the comments. Y'all let me know, man, if you guys talk to yourself. And if you guys do talk to yourself, what are the conversations that you are having with yourself? What are some of these conversations that are transpiring in your head to yourself? Man, y'all let me know, man, because I know I'm not the only one that does that. Um, shout out to Netflix, man. Netflix just dropped. Shout out to Netflix and also shout out to Vince Staples, man. Vince Staples show just dropped this past uh, week. I watched it and I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Um, I hope they come out with a season two of the Vince Staples show. It was dope. It just kind of to show a day in the life of, you know, I guess a, a black man from Long Beach. Um, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of hidden messages in it. Um, one of my favorite episodes is when his mom and the girlfriend kind of like, you know, trauma bonded. Is that, is that trauma bonding? They bonded over the mom's mac and cheese. You know, um, she, they went to a family reunion and the mom was supposed was, you know, the mom was responsible for bringing the mac and cheese and someone else also brought the mac and cheese. So the mom and Vince Staples girlfriend kind of really didn't get along. Not I'm not going to say they didn't get along, but she the mom gave um, Vince Staples girlfriend a hard time. And, you know, the, the daughter, the mom, I mean, the girlfriend was with the mom as she approached different people at the family reunion trying to figure out who put together this mac and cheese. And, you know, when she found her corp, her corp, her corporate, 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 when she found her culprit, uh, she approached her. The girl's daughter came over, pressed Vince's mom and the daughter's, the girlfriend stepped up for Vince's girl, uh, mom, man. And they got, I, I, they got into it. I enjoyed that episode. I enjoyed the episode of, um, the last episode when he had to shoot out with the guy, it was just an overall, a good, good show, man. I really enjoyed it. I heard a, 
a lot of different people was comparing it to Atlanta. They were saying that he was trying to be too much like Atlanta, but I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Um, I'm probably going to watch it again. I just watched it first. I just watched it one time, but I'm probably going to watch it again sometime tonight. But I enjoyed it, man. Homie was having he was having a shootout. That was crazy because he was having a shootout. Well, not a shootout. Oh boy was trying to like gun him down. Little man with the with the fro was like, "You ain't your daddy, man. My dad, your friend is here." And he saw him. And he was in the minivan trying to blow Vince Staples' head off, and they was in the um running around all running around all through Long Beach. But it was just crazy because I wonder what Vince Staples did to him for him to hold that anger to want to kill him. Like he had that much anger built inside him towards him to want to blow his head off. So shout out to Vince Staples, the Vince Staples show. I really enjoyed it, man. Um, it was dope. That was one of my favorite episodes. It was another one of my favorite episodes when he was in jail. That was another one. I think that was the first episode. <laughs> and his mom didn't want to bail him out, but he had just bailed her out. That was dope, man. It was dope. It was a good show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope they come out with season two. The only thing I, my only gripe with the show is I wish that it was longer. Um, other than that, I have no, I had no issues with it. A lot of people was hating, man. People just be finding negative stuff to say about something. I was watching it. I was reading people comments on the show and they were like, oh, it's whack. It's this, it's that. It's not funny. I'm just like, dog, like if I mean, everybody entitled to their opinion, you know, because I'll be up here giving my opinion on shit. Like, yo, this shit was trash. Wow. 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 But I mean, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I wish it was just more, uh, more episodes. Maybe if they would have gave us like 10 or 11 episodes, I would have been cool with it. But I think it was like six or seven. Now, another show you guys need to watch is on Amazon Prime, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with uh, Donald Glover. And I forgot the young lady's name that plays um, plays Mrs. Smith. But that was good. I watched that. And I was... Comp- so basically, the um, you guys all have seen... Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the TV show, I mean, the movie with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. So basically, they I don't even know how they were recruited, but they walk into this home. They're being asked different questions. They answer the questions. And now their new aliases are Mr. and John Smith and Jane Smith. And they have missions that they have to complete. And. They either once they either pass the mission or fail fail the mission. If they get more than three fails, um, I think they get fired. I really didn't get that part, but they had they did end up getting three fails. But they went on a bunch of different missions. Like one of the missions that I really enjoyed was they had to seek therapy, and in the process of seeking, so I'm the, the show started off that particular episode started off with them in a therapy session. So I'm thinking they're really seeking therapy on their relationship because they were put together as husband and wife. But in the process of them spending time together, doing these missions, they fall in love with each other. And, um, well, that's what we would think. That's what I would think, you know, spending so much time with a person. But they fall in love with each other, so they go to therapy. So me and Tawana are sitting there watching the show, and I'm like, is this a mission, or are they really seeking therapy? 
So one of the so on one episode, I mean on one of the therapy sessions, Donald Glover gets up and he touches a piano. And the lady was like, the therapist was like, Oh, please don't touch this piano. Um, it's very sentimental. And he was like, Oh, well, you should Donald Glover replies and says, Oh, you should have a sign up here saying don't touch, whatever the case may be. So they go to th- they go to come back, they leave, come back to the next therapy session. Um, things kind of go, you know, okay. They as they're walking out, the therapist's daughter's like, Hey mom, the house is on fire. And the mom's like, huh? And then the house blows up. All right, does the house blow up? The house, I think the house does blow up, but the house either blows up. Yeah, the house does blow up. So that was a there that was a mission. They had to destroy the, I'm assuming the piano. I'm assuming the piano. But one of the first missions they had was they had to follow an elderly woman. And once she retrieved the package, they had to take the package and deliver it to a home. So they, they, they got the package, they delivered it to the home. Once the lady who, um, they were delivering the package to, she opened up the package. It was a cake inside the package. So they were like, oh, we did all this for a cake. Donald Glover's like, hey, you never know. Like it might be some sort of ingredient inside the cake that will make the people that are at the party sick. You never know. As they're walking down the driveway, the house blows up and they're like, oh shit. And they run but they completed the mission. So they, they just go on all these random different missions. And it's a dope show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The acting was good. The casting was good. Um, cinematography was good. It, it was very, I don't buy Donald Glover as an action hero. Maybe I thought they could have got somebody else, but he is executive producer on the show. Him and his brothers, actually the executive producers, his brother serves as a producer and, Donald Glover serves as an ac- executive producer of the show. I didn't really buy into him, ha- buy into him as being an action hero, but I did um, eventually. I eventually, you know, bought into it and I, I enjoyed it. It was a good show. So shout out to Donald Glover and shout out to, if you have not, if you guys have not seen, make sure you guys check out Mr. and Mrs. Smith on Amazon. It's a real, real, it's a real, real good show. Yeah, I got drops, y'all. I still ain't learned all my drops, but I'm a learner, man. In due time, in due time, in due time. Um, what else I got? C.J. Stroud and Amber Rose. C.J. Stroud and Amber Rose were spotted out during All Star Weekend. Um, she she kind of killed rumors that they are not dating. She lost her car. Or her car left her. Whoever she was with left her. She cleaned that up real quick. But, you know, we just had a discussion here last week with... Um, my bad, y'all. I got to fix my camera. So we just had a discussion here about a week ago about Amber... Um, what's the young lady's name? Drea dating Jalen Green for the Houston Rockets. So now we have 22-year-old C.J. Stroud and Amber Rose being linked now. Do we? Amber Rose did kind of kill rumors like we are not dating. I don't know him. I was lost. He gave me a ride to my hotel. Are you guys buying that? Are you guys buying that? Hey yo, C.J. Stroud, don't crash out behind Amber Rose, dog. It's a lot of young young women out here. With you know, 
I don't you so women always like baggage. I I hate to say kids are baggage. Like I feel like kids are a blessing. I don't feel like women who have kids that are dating men that are out back into the dating world, say if their relationship didn't work right. You got two kids, whatever the case may be, and you you're back in the dating world, in the dating world. I don't view kids as a baggage. I just I hate that term. You know, uh, when I was dating, I would meet women. They was like, "Oh, I have kids." They be like, "I have baggage," and I'm saying, "What?" They were like, "Oh, I have kids." I just don't view that as baggage. Now, that's just me. Now, do I feel like a single? Tw- do I feel like a single man? Okay, let me let me get my words together. I have to tread lightly on this topic. Do I feel like a man who has no kids should be dating a woman with kids, multiple kids? No. But at the same time, I always say this. My mother met the love of her life, and she had two kids. She had me in high school and my little sister, and she was with her man for her, her husband for 20 years. That was her soulmate. So for me to say... Yo, don't I see man with no kids? I don't have any kids, but my girlfriend has a son. I don't view her son as baggage. I just don't view that. I just don't look at it that way. That's just me personally. But I'm getting off the topic. Let me let me back up, back up, back up. Um, as far as CJ Stroud and Amber Rose, she she killed the rumors. But come on, y'all, do y'all think do y'all think she tried to shoot her shot? One of the hottest up and coming NFL uh, quarterbacks. Next year, probably, probably will. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think CJ Stroud run won a uh, rookie of the year. Um, hold on, CJ Stroud. I think CJ Stroud won rookie of the year. If I'm not, um, if, and he's from Rancho Cucamonga too, you guys. He won NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yes, he did. And he was a pro bro. He was a pro bowler. Um, yeah, he should have won. Passing touchdowns in the game by a rookie five. Most passes without an interception to start career, 191. And he had the most passing yards in the by a rookie 470. I think I just said that. Youngest star quarterback to win a playoff game, 22 years, three months, and 10 days. Passing touchdowns in a playoff game by a rookie three tied. So yeah, offensive rookie of the year, probably the face, one of the future faces of the NFL, probably in the next I say three to four years, um, black quarterback playing for a good organization in the Houston Texans. <clears throat> Do y'all think Amber Rose shot her shot? Do y'all think, yo, CJ Stroud, don't crash out behind Amber Rose. I'm still trying. I can fix this, bro. These handcuffs is not alone. Don't crash out behind Amber Rose, CJ Stroud. And when I say crash out, don't get that woman pregnant. Hit it and keep it going. Don't make the same mistake. Well, we don't know if that's the same mistake Jalen Green did because it's still rumors that he got um, – it's still rumors that circulating that Dre is pregnant by him. But I don't even want you caught up in that situation. I don't want you caught up in the Anthony Edwards situation, paying a young woman $100,000 to abort your baby. Like, I don't want, like, we got to move different as young, as black men, especially when you have a lot that 
a lot to offer as far as money and success. You know, I don't want someone trying to come up off your success. Not not saying that Amber Rose is not successful in her own right, but I mean, come on now, CJ Stroud, you know, you're probably going to be a hundred million dollar quarterback in the next three to four years. Next contract. If you perform next, if you put up a great season next season, they're going to pay you. And hundred million is on the, on the, on the lower end. You're probably going to get way more than that. The way these NFL contracts and these new, uh, NFL contracts are and the TV rights and things like that. So I'm pretty sure you're going to get way more than that. But I say all that to say, I just don't want you in one of those situations. I don't want even rumors. Uh, I don't want to look up three weeks from now or a month from now. And Amber Rose and CJ Stroud is dating, bro. It's so many women out here. So many beautiful women out here. You can go get you a beautiful, a nice young lady that's successful in her own right. That's doing good for her own in her own right. You know what I mean? Now, if you want to, I understand you was young. Amber Rose was that chick. You got the chance and the opportunity to hit it. I'm, listen, do your thing, champ. I ain't knocking you. Do your thing. But don't wife it. Don't date her. Don't do none of that. I'm saying it. Yes. Nah, just hit it and keep it pushing. That's it, bro. Women like, you are the prize. You are the prize, and as you get older and as you get more experienced in your field and better at your craft, you will continue to make more money. You'll, be, you'll continue to – your stock will rise. You can have not, – I'm not going to say any woman in the world, but the world is your playground right now. So be smart. Be wise. I do not want to hear any rumors of anything about y'all dating. If I hear anything about that, man, I'm going to be, yo, you bugged out and you done crashed out <laughs> behind Amber Rose. You crashed out, bruh, if you get her pregnant or if you even dating her. Don't date her. Just hit it and keep it pushing. Y'all might not agree with me with this, but I, it's, hey, it is what it is. I'm just speaking the truth because y'all women be saying the same thing about future. Like, oh, my God, when it was rumors about Tim's. Getting pregnant by future women in the comments are like, out of all the men, don't do it, Tim's. Don't. Why would you get pregnant? So we having the same energy for them type for Amber Rose. Like that's a, out. We not doing that, bro. So CJ Stroud, if you want to hit it, get your little huh huh wet. Go ahead, do your thing, and keep it pushing. All right. Moving along. I'm just speaking the truth here, y'all. Man, offensive rookie of the year. Let's see how much CJ Stroud making this year. I ain't really a pocket watcher type of nigga. How much is his uh four year thirty-six million dollar contract, including a twenty-three million dollar signing bonus and thirty-six million dollar guarantee? An annual salary of nine million dollars. And Stroud will earn a base salary of two point three million while carrying a cap hit of eight point two and a dead cap of twenty-nine point. Come on, CJ. Come on, CJ. You that you that man. Um, George Carl and Carmelo Anthony, man, for all those who don't know, Carmelo Anthony is by far one of my favorite NBA players, um, future Hall of Famer. So George Carl called, so I was um, watching 7 p.m. in Brooklyn. If you guys have not, check it out on YouTube. 7 p.m. in Brooklyn is a show with, I think, uh, the kid Mero. Uh, let me, Carmelo Anthony, hold on, man, I want to make sure. Because I'm not 7 p.m. in Brooklyn. 
7 p.m. in Brooklyn is a podcast with Carmelo Anthony and the Kid Mero. Yeah, with the Kid Mero. And on this podcast, Carmelo Anthony was telling a story about how George Carl first came to Denver and pulled him to the side, pulled him to the side and that and said that Carmelo Anthony told Carmelo that he was overrated. And that kind of, you know, so that 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 clip was posted on Too Cool the blog page. It's a little it's a blog, it's an IG blog page that I follow. And uh on that page in the comments people were arguing saying, well one some I've seen this, a few people say that Melo was overrated. And I do not agree with that by any means necessary. Hold on, you guys. I'm going to grab me some water. Now, I do not agree with that by any means necessary. Carmelo Anthony was overrated at all. How many of you guys think Carmelo Anthony was overrated during his NBA career? So as I watched, I just saw the clip. I saw the small clip, but he went into a deeper dive when I went onto their IG page, and he said that George Carl had an issue with playing, had an issue with all his superstar players, from Big Dog, Glenn Robertson, to Ray Allen. He said he hated Sam Cassell. He didn't like Gary Payton. Um, the only player that he really enjoyed coaching was Anthony Mason. RP to um, Big Mace, Anthony Mason. But <coughs> Melo said that the reason why George Carl had issues with star players is because George Carl, when he played with George Gervin in the NBA, George Gervin wouldn't pass George Carl the ball. So he carried that throughout his whole career into his coaching career too. And that was his issue with Melo. He felt like Melo was, I wouldn't say ball hog, but he was a superstar player, and that's what he didn't like about Carmelo. So in the comments, people were saying that Carmelo Anthony was overrated. Now, to me, Carmelo Anthony is probably top five, one of the top five offensive players ever to touch a basketball. Offensive players. Um, he said that the him being overrated or not a defensive player came from George Carl. That narrative came from George Carl by George Carl being one of the top coaches, premier coaches in the league that time. His word carried weight. Do I think Melo was a great defensive player? Um, he wasn't a great defensive player, but, I mean, the nigga wasn't no Steph Curry or no James Harden, no defense, because we all know James Harden don't even listen. No, James Harden don't play no defense. And I think Carmelo is a better defensive player than James Harden and Steph Curry. Steph Curry is not a good defensive player either, but they're great on offense. And I believe Melo is a better offensive player than both of those guys. I truly believe Steph Curry, I mean, Carmelo Anthony is a better offensive player than Melo, I mean, than James Harden and Steph Curry. Because Carmelo can hit you from down low, mid-range, in the long-range game. He could take you off the dribble. Um, he could pull up. He could post you up. He was strong. And his 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 and he can just get you with a jab step. Melo can get you, get the ball at probably at 16, 15 feet, don't even shoot the ball. I mean, don't even put the ball on the floor and pull up on you and score. Um, 
So we was having these arguments. I was having a debate with a couple of guys in the Too Cool to Blog page, and they were just saying how much of a overrated player Melo was. So here we go right here, you guys. Let me know if you guys think, first off, y'all get in the comments, y'all let me know, do you guys think Carmelo Anthony was an overrated player? I don't think he was. Carmelo Anthony is by far one of my favorite players to ever touch a basketball next to Ray Allen. Those are two of my two, two of my favorite players. Carmelo Anthony, Ray Allen, and um Richard Hamilton. And I hate to I hate the fact that Melo's still not in the league. Um I I just wanted to see him just I ain't gonna say I wanted him to see him win a ring, but I wanted to enjoy his game. It was so nice. And Devin Booker too. Devin Booker is dead nice. I'm a basketball fan. Devin Booker mid-range game is dead nice. But back to Carmelo Anthony. These are Carmelo Anthony stats, career, some of his career stats. Y'all get y'all let me know. So number one of the career stats is um ranks eighth all time on the scoring list at 28,289 points behind Shaq at 28,596 points. So you guys know that Melo, I think Melo set out like half a year or a year. Um, he would have definitely surpassed Shaq if he didn't sell at that time. Uh, you guys remember when he Houston Rockets let him go and he was out the league for a little second, which was crazy to me while he was out the league. And then he went back to Portland and played in Portland for those two years. But um, yeah, he so he would definitely been probably number seven or number six. Drafted two, drafted in 2003, uh, number three overall. Led all rookies in scoring at 21 points point, points per game. He's a 10-time All-Star, 2013 scoring champ, NBA All-Rookie first team. He made the 75th, um, 75th anniversary team. Um, career rebounds is uh, 7,802. Career assists is 3,422. He never made... Um, He's only made an All-NBA team twice, 2010 and 2013. He's a four-time um, All-NBA third team, 06, 07, 09, and 2012. He's a national champion at uh, Syracuse. Um, he's a two-time USA Male Athlete of the Year in two, 2006 and 16. Also, um, obviously, he's a um, high school um, McDonald's All-American. Um, Carmelo Anthony will finish in the top Top 10 of scoring for a decade. So he scored, he finished nine years at top 10 and six top five finishes in scoring. So obviously he was like, you know, Melo's um, game was was scoring the ball. I mean, no one made scoring so beautiful. How can I put this? The, the basketball people know when I say this, like scoring. Melo made scoring the ball like he made that shit look good, like beautiful, like pretty, like it's just it was nice, like the jab steps, his footwork, his fade, like Melo. Melo, I've seen man. I remember one time I was watching, uh, I had the NBA league pass, and I remember I was watching Denver Nuggets. I think they were playing like Minnesota, and they were down like twenty, and Melo brought like Melo brought them back. Off of jump shots. Melo scored probably like 25 straight points strictly off of just jump shots. No layups. And it was all mid-range. Not a three-pointer. Just all mid-range. And I was like, this nigga is nice. My favorite Melo era 
was New York Knicks mellow. New York Knicks mellow and uh, Portland mellow to me was just was cold. But New York mellow was nice. Denver Nuggets mellow was nice too. Don't get me wrong. Denver Nuggets mellow was nice, but New York mellow. And let's give a round of applause for Mellow for his Hall of Fame career. He's definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. To Mello, man. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you were overrated. I never even put overrated in you in the same sentence, the same category. I don't even know. George Carl's a hater. Kenya Martin had some issues with him. Um, Gary Payton had issues with Kenya Martin. I mean, I'm sorry. Gary Payton had issues with George Carl. Kenya Martin had issues with George Carl. It's just not a Carmelo Anthony thing. This was... A bunch of the guys, J.R. Smith, Carmelo Anthony said this. Kenya Martin has voiced his frustrations on the Gilbert Arenas podcast on his issues with Kenya Martin. So George Carl is just a hater. And for him to say that, man, overrated, Melo, I never thought overrated. Now, who do I think is an overrated player? Like to me personally, a lot of people gonna give me. I'm gonna get flack for this. I think Jason Tatum's overrated. I don't think. I think. I don't think Jason Tatum is as good as people give him. I think Jalen Brown is better than Jason Tatum. Just my perspective. I think. I think. Um, I think Anthony Edwards is better than Jason Tatum. I think Devin Booker is better than Jason Tatum. Just my opinion, though. Jason Tatum is good, but he's not – he ain't no Anthony Edwards. Now, Anthony Edwards, I know y'all ain't going – y'all going to think I'm bugging. Y'all think I'm bugging when I say this. To me, Anthony Edwards is the closest thing to Jordan that I have ever seen. I know Kobe really, really tried to emulate that man, but, y'all, I'm not tripping. Watch Anthony Edwards play, y'all. That Anthony Edwards is dead nice. The way he walked, the boy can jump. His jump shot is crazy. They said this past summer during the Olympics, uh, during this past FIBA World Champions, they said that Anthony Edwards was the best player on the team, but it was coaches and scouts saying that Anthony Edwards reminded them of Michael Jordan. Now, I don't think Anthony Edwards is overrated. I think Jason Tatum is overrated. Um, I think I think Jason Tatum is overrated. Who else do I think is overrated? Who else I think is overrated? I low key want to say Giannis too. If Giannis got a jump shot, Giannis would be dope, be crazy. But Giannis is not overrated. Giannis is nice. Giannis is dead nice. Giannis is dead nice. That's blasphemy. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Giannis, you nice, dog. You nice. But Jason Tatum to me is overrated. I'm going to say that. I'm going to just leave it like that. Jason Tatum is overrated to me. Um, but, yeah, that boy Anthony Edwards is a problem. He's an issue. He is He's dead nice. And, yeah. But shout out to Mellow Man once again. <laughs> One of my favorite NBA players. Ray Allen was one of my favorite NBA players. Um, but, yeah, man, moving along, moving along. 
Drake featuring Sexy Red and SZA dropped the Rich Baby Daddy video. What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on the Rich Baby Daddy video? I loved it. One of my least favorite songs on the album. But it's just crazy like how a video, how visuals can bring a song to life and make you like a song more than you was like liked it before, prior to. Because I was not feeling that. I was not feeling that record, y'all, at all. But when I watched the video, I was like, okay, this is this is cool. Like, this is actually cool. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the video. So now I like the song. Y'all give me an example of a time where you didn't like a song so much, and then you watched the video, and you made, and it made you like the song more. This is one of those times for me, personally, because I did not care for that record at all on this album. But uh, me watching that video, man, it, it, it put a smile on my face. It made me smile. I was like, oh, okay, this is hard. And shout out to Sexy Red. She just won um, 2023 Best Female Lyricist for XXL. I think, if I'm not mistaken, let me make sure. Hold on, you guys. I want to make sure that I fact check everything, you guys. I want to make sure that all the facts is straight when I come to you guys and then I speak. So, um, yeah, Sexy Red, Sexy Red wins the Female Rapper of the Year Award by XXL. Um, people thought that Lotto should have won, but I think for Female Rapper of the Year, Sexy Red, she was the hottest. She was the hottest. Uh, I don't really like Ice Spice like that. Ice Spice is dope. Uh, I like Flo Millie. I think Flo Millie is, I think Flo Millie is, is like the next female superstar. I like Flo Millie. I like Glorilla. But what songs did, what songs did, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like Lotto's new single on Sunday Service. I don't really, I don't really care for that record. Um, and I'm starting to give the female rappers a chance because I was kind of not paying any attention to them because I feel like they all rap about the same thing, but all male rappers rap about the same thing. So I'm like, David, you tripping. But Glorilla is nice. I, I thoroughly like Glorilla. I like, I like Meg the Stallion too. Meg has grown on me over the, like this past year a lot. Meg has grown a lot on me. Um, I like Meg the Stallion. I like, I like Sexy Red. I like Sexy Red. I like that she's her. I like that she's her and she's doing her and she's getting her money and she's able to take care of her kids and herself. I like that. So I like that for I like that for her. I like Cardi B. I think Cardi B had one of the best, hottest verses last year on that. What song is that? I'm smoking on there, probably not acting brand new. I forgot. I don't know what song was that with Cardi B. I think that was the one of the hottest verses. I think that's the song with Lotto. Hold on. Lotto. Put it on the floor. Yeah. I think featuring Cardi B. Yeah. That to me was one of one of the hottest verses. One of the hottest verses. One of the hottest verses last year was that Cardi B verse. I think, yeah, Cardi Tish. She skated on that project. But yeah, man. So, um, yeah, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed 
I thoroughly enjoyed that 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 record from Damn. I lost track of what I was saying, y'all. My fucking camera done fucking died. Jesus Christ. If it ain't one thing, it's another with this damn with this damn podcast. Hold on, y'all. Yo, man, I'm back. Man, I apologize. I'm here by myself. Y'all gotta bear with me, y'all. BZ not here, so I'm doing everything by myself. So please bear with me, y'all. The camera ended up stopping. I ran out of space, but we back. Fuck all that. What was I talking about? I was talking about sexy red and the rich baby daddy. Um your boy trying to hold it down by itself, man. One man band. But Sexy Red, Rich Baby Daddy, I said Cardi B dropped one of the hottest female verses. I mean, one of the hottest verses last year, point blank period. We're not going to be sexist. No female better than one of the best verses, period, on that album. Put it on the floor. I mean, on that song, put it on the floor. The Rich Baby Daddy video, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So shout to, um, shout to Cardi B. Oh, my drop's not working, y'all. That's trash. That's trash. So my drops is not working. Hold on. Hey, back on quick crap. So shout out to um sexy Marat, man. I'm proud of her. She doing her thing. And um, yeah. But yeah, let's go on to the next topic. The next tizopic. I'm proud of myself, man. Um, Usher's bad girl, ver- bad girl versus Chris Brown, no guidance. I saw this debate last week on Twitter. People were comparing Usher, bad girl versus no guidance. Um, I think that bad girl is a better. I like them both, but obviously, what are y'all thoughts? I want to know what y'all think. Who y'all think? Y'all hop in the comments. Y'all let me know. Who do y'all think has the better record? Um, I originally saw, I think, Summer Walker's manager and Young Berg, our hit maker, debating this. Summer Walker. Um, Summer Walker. Chris Brown, no guidance. Two different vibes, I feel like. But y'all let me know what y'all think. Two different vibes. I like both records. But why are we so... Gun hold on the comparing Usher versus Chris Brown. We're very gun hold about that. Um, I like both records. I like them both. I'm not gonna. I like me personally. I like. I like. I was about to say no guidance, but I like. I, I like. I like. I like Usher's Bad Girl better. I like No Guidance, but I just like No Guidance. I mean, I like Usher's Bad Girl, just better overall vibe. But No Guidance is a vibe, though. Because I done been out at parties, day parties, and that song come on, and all the girls, all the pretty girls just start blowing their hookah smoke. The hookah smoke get thicker once. Yo, whenever a record a female like, and that shit drop, like Snooze, like, I feel like when Snooze drop, like, chicks hookah smoke get thicker. Niggas teeth start, niggas start grilling, niggas start smiling crazier. Just a vibe, like, you know what I mean? Shots start going up. People just start enjoying themselves, man. I love snooze. I went out to a party the other day, and the R&B records, this dude was dropping back to back to back to back. I was like, oh, this nigga. Shout out to whoever that DJ was. 
He was doing his thing. But not to get off record, let me know who y'all think, what record y'all think is better. I like, I mean, obviously, I like, me personally, I like them both, but I like Bad Girl better. But I just think they are two different vibes. Um, Obviously, Chris Brown needed Drake on one record. Usher kind of held things down by himself. But y'all let me know what y'all think. And what song do y'all like better? And if y'all was to compete, if y'all was to compare two records to each other, which records would that be? Like, if y'all, because people were saying, like, well, it's two different vibes. One has a feature, one doesn't. If y'all was to compare uh, No Guidance to a, a song, what song would that be? What song would you choose? And if you was to compare, I'm just mad that Usher didn't perform Superstar at the Super Bowl still. I'm just all I wanted. Just at least he did, like, what, the first two lines? He should at least give us, like, a half, a half a verse. I would have been good with just a half a verse. But if y'all was to compare uh, Bad Girl to any record, or if you could put a record against Bad Girl, what record would that be? And have y'all heard Usher's new album? If you guys heard it, what are your thoughts on that? Y'all hop in the comments and let me know. Y'all hop in the comments and let me know what y'all uh, think. Um... On a much more serious note here, here uh, Mick, Meek Mill kicks Rory out of Dream Chasers after girlfriend releases video of him being verbally abusive, threatens to get her killed, and uh, says a bunch of other things. But my question here is, fellas, and um, fellas, can you be friends with someone who is abusive to their girlfriend or significant other? Wife, significant other, spouse, whatever the case may be. I know that's all kind of like the same. But y'all let me know. Fellas, fellas, fellas. And one, ladies, could you respect your man if he was still friends with a man that was abusing his girlfriend? Me personally, I could not be friends with nobody that abuses their girlfriend or put their hands on women. I just couldn't do it. And I actually know somebody I don't know. So I know someone personally. They don't put their hands on nobody. No, but they're very like very, 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 very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Grounded in morals and values as a man and someone that they deal with. And I know that they deal with this individual because I've been with them and this individual called and this person said like, this person is like my little brother, whatever the case, not me, but this individual, this person I know deals with someone that beats on, they is been rumors of him beating on his girlfriend. It's not rumors. It's video out of him putting his hands on women. And this person is cool with him. So I'm not cool with the guy. The person I'm cool with is cool with the guy that does that. But my question to you is, can you be friends with somebody that is abusive to their girlfriend or significant other? Me personally, I could not. I just lose all respect for you. I'm real big on, like, men treating their women with respect. I was raised by women, so I just could never imagine. I was having a conversation with my girl this past weekend. I was just telling her, like, I'd be embarrassed about certain shit. Just imagine putting your hands on somebody, a woman, and putting your hands on your girl and then her family knows and then maybe y'all probably get back on good terms, whatever the case may be. And then showing your face around 
that family again. I'd be too embarrassed. Like, I would never show my face again. Like, I would never. I could never. I could never. Like, I got a homie right now that lied and said that he had a Porsche. I know I probably brought this up, but he lied and said he had a Porsche, all this type of shit. And he told the girl that he was dating that he had all of this, but come to find out he didn't. I'm like, my nigga, you not embarrassed about none of that? I would be embarrassed. I would be dead ass embarrassed if I did some shit like that. Like, my nigga, you sit up here and lie that you had a Porsche, all this, and come to find you don't, and it's all came out that you don't, and you still trying to get back with the lady? Like, you bugging. Like, you're tripping, dog. Like, I would be embarrassed. What is your most embarrassing moment for someone else? What is the most embarrassing moment for someone else that you've known that they did something you was embarrassed for them? And they wasn't really, like, tripping off of it no more, but you was still, like, embarrassed for them. Like, bruh, like, you're bugged out. Like, I'm embarrassed for you. But can you be friends with somebody that abuses their girlfriend? Ladies, would you look at your man different if he was still friends with this individual? Y'all let me know. I'm trying to hit y'all on both sides. Could you be friends with someone who puts their hands on women? Fellas. Are you going to cut ties with them? What is that conversation like? What are you going to say to them? And ladies, if your man was still cool with them, hanging out, going to play basketball, they was working out, do you look at your man different? Like, you still fuck with this nigga? As long as he ain't putting his hands on you, huh? You don't care. Um, I, I actually had met a guy. I had met a guy, and uh, he was super cool. Like, chill. I was like, oh, this nigga cool. Like, I'm going to fuck with him. And Romans came out. He be putting his hands on women. I cut him off ASAP. I cut the nigga off. Like, I cut him off. Like, nah, bro. You can't be doing that, bro. I can't fuck with you if you're doing that. But y'all let me know. Y'all let me know what y'all think and how y'all feel. And what's y'all thoughts on all of this? Um... Did you guys hear about the Tennessee deputy found dead from texting from texting? Um, it was a Tennessee deputy that made an arrest. And um, once they made the arrest, he was texting his wife that he had just made his first arrest. And during the process of him texting, he ran his car into it. He drove his car into a river and drowned. And the person that he arrested drowned, too. Um, just a random story that I want to share with you guys that I read over this past weekend. Um, yeah. And they actually found him outside of his car. They found him outside of his car. So he was trying to get away. I don't know if he was trying to save the young lady that he had arrested, but that family has a huge lawsuit. But yeah, he was texting and driving. And must and it was I heard the weather conditions wasn't the best. And he ran off into the road and ran into a, drove into a river and drowned, killing the killing himself and also the person he arrested so y'all let me know what y'all thoughts on that that was just a random story i want to share with you guys nothing in particular um vibe of the week vibe of the week vibe of the week vibe of the week so i love coco jones as you guys all know i've said that plenty of times on this podcast coco jones has a record called double back that i love 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 so I've been vibing to that record all week. So for those who don't know, Vibe of the Week is a record, our records, whatever song you were been, you've been listening to on repeat. Um, I know we just got that one record that we just vibing to all week. 
you might wake up to it, it's playing in your head, and you put it on, and you just listen to it. You know how you just get stuck on one song for probably like three, four days out the week? It's just you just vibe into it, listening to it. Um, my record vibe of the week is so I have two. Um, another record I just heard this song, or I just heard of this artist, and come to find out this song is old. It's by an artist by the name of Gogo Moro. She has a song called Don't Stop. And I've never heard of her before, never seen her. Um, I follow a young lady by the name, the young lady from Rap Shit. It's Chameleon. I follow her from Rap Shit on IG. She posted a picture of this girl with this blue hair. I'm like, who's this with this blue hair? Clicked on her page. And she's an artist. So, okay. I end up like, you know, just exploring her page, looking. She had a song. I was like, oh, she's, let me see. Here's some of your some of her music. I'm a big fan of, like, new artists. I love listening to new, refreshing artists that's really, like, just making pure, authentic music, just trying to get on, trying to get their music heard. That's when I appreciate the artist the most. Um, so I come, I came across her page, listened to her music. Go, 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 Moro. I hope I'm saying it right. Go, go. Gogo Moro, and she has a record called Don't Stop, and I love the record. And come to find out, the record's like two years old. And there's just so many dope artists out there that we have not heard anything about, and they got some good music, because I get tired of listening to the same music. So my vibe of the week is Double Back by Coco Jones and Gogo Moro Don't Stop. Those are two records I was just listening to on repeat all this past week. So that's the vibe of the week. So vibe of the week is whatever record you vibe into, whatever you listen to, y'all let me know in the comments who y'all been listening to, what's y'all vibe of the week, who's y'all just an artist y'all stuck on. It could be anybody. It could be a well-established artist. It could be an artist that's just on the come up. Y'all let me know. Y'all um, hop in the comments. Let me know. But yeah, man, we about to go ahead in this podcast, man. This, this podcast dedicates to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing, to all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling in front of that called the police on me when I was trying to feed, trying to make some money to feed my daughter, man. So shout out to y'all. I love y'all. Your boy made it. Peace and blessings. I love y'all. Episode 27. We out of here.